as I was seated there and we were praying. The Lord said to me, the greatest gift that I can give you and I could give you and I want to give you is the gift of my presence. As we cross over to 2019, to the next year, the greatest gift may it be that we desire the presence of the Lord. Far above the list that you have, that you have come with. I know there are people who have come with a list today. Yeah? Of what you want the Lord to do for you in 2019. May top on the list be the presence of the Lord. The Bible says in Psalms chapter 84 verse 1. From verse 1. I'll read the whole psalm. How lovely are your tabernacle, O Lord of hosts. My soul longs, yes, even faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home and the swallow a nest for herself. Where she may lay her young, even your altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They will still be praising you. Blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a spring, and rain also covers it with pools. They go from strength. Each one appears before God in Zion. O Lord of hosts, hear my prayer. Give ear, O God of Jacob. Selah. O God, behold our shield and look upon the face of your anointed. For a day in your court is better than a thousand. And I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tent of wickedness. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. And no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. O Lord of hosts, blessed is the man who trusts in you. How lovely are your tabernacles, O Lord. And the Lord would, test, would speak to us this, this evening. If we desire his presence, the psalmist is saying, how lovely are your tabernacles, dwelling place, being in your presence, O Lord. He says, even a sparrow has found a dwelling place in the presence of the Lord. A place where they can lay their young. The altars of the Lord. And as we pray and focus to 2019. And this is something that the Lord has been speaking to me the last few days. Desiring to be in his presence. Desiring to stay at his feet. Desiring, having a passion for him. Longing only for him. Having an eagerness just to be with him. Just to be where he is. And he says that the greatest gift right now, the greatest gift he can give us and he will give us is his presence. When you have the presence of the Lord, you have everything else that you need. 
And the Bible says, when I was reading this psalm, I realized there's something. From verse 5, blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. Which is this pilgrimage? We are walking towards 2019. We are walking towards heaven. We are walking. We have a hope. We have a hope going to heaven. Every one of us desires to reach heaven. Since we gave our lives to Jesus, it's a walk of pilgrimage. And as we look towards 2019, there is 12 months. And it is unfortunate. Why does it happen that when we are beginning the year, like in a kesha like this, our spiritual our spiritual temperatures are up there. Yeah? We are there. We are highly connected. We, you know, we feel the presence of the Lord. We want the presence of the Lord. We feel Him close by. Let us start January. We are January 10th. You start feeling the, the pinch of your pocket. You have no money. By the time January 28, 29 comes, you've started. The same time that we're saying, this is my year. The same time that we're saying, I want to be in the presence of the Lord. The same time that we're saying, I would rather have Jesus and no one else. Start seeing that, you know, you start confessing defeat. You start looking at the negativity around you. start looking at things. They are not working the way you want them to work because there is so much happening that is contrary to what you expected. And suddenly, your spiritual gauge goes down. The Bible says, Blessed is the man whose strength is in the Lord. You are going to receive strength and you are going to maintain that strength as you stay in the Lord. As you stay where the presence of the Lord is. When your heart is set on the pilgrimage. Verse 6 says that they, they pass through the valley of Baca. They make it a spring. Do you know what this valley of Baca is? It's a valley of difficulty. The valley of dryness. The valley of impossibilities. The, dry, the valley of, 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 of hardness. And yet the Bible says. As you pass through that valley. You make it a spring. Because you are coming from a place where you are from the presence of the Lord. You make it a spring. With you, you have life. With you, there, is, there are those waters of life. And suddenly the place that was dry starts experiencing growth. Starts experiencing showers of blessings. And the Bible says that they make it a spring and the rain covers it. With the pools. And verse 7 says they grow from strength to strength. This is where we are at. We are at a position right now where we are feeling so elevated spiritually. So, you know, we are feeling so connected to God spiritually. But why does it happen that by January, by February, by March, somewhere in between the year you feel... You have no might, you have no strength, you are giving up, you are losing it. The promises that we are promised, the resolutions you made, nothing is happening. You are giving up, you are the verge of giving up. Even cursing God, even thinking that God has forsaken you. And yet the Bible says they grow from strength to strength. And I want us to make some declarations this evening. As I prepare to give the mic to Apostle Joshua. And I want us to rise up. Just make one declaration. That from this position. Where I am at the peak of the presence of the Lord. I will grow from strength to strength. Lift up your hands unto the Lord. And repeat after me. Father God. 
in the name of Jesus, I desire to work with you in 2019. I will grow from strength to strength in January. I will grow from strength to strength in February. I will grow from strength to strength through to December because this is the word of the Lord. I will grow in your strength because I will appear before you in Zion every day of 2019. I will come before you. I will seek your presence. I will stay at the altar. I will sit at your feet. I will be an encourager to those who are discouraged. Because as I spend time in your presence, I get new strength. Strength enough for myself and strength enough for those that are around me. I declare I will not be discouraged. I will not be a discourager. I will live a life of encouragement. I will live a life of strength in the name of Jesus because the Holy Spirit is upon me. He is enabling me. And Father, we thank you for the gift of your presence. We open up our hearts today to receive the gift of your presence. We will walk in the gift of your presence. Give us the grace to tarry in your presence. To tarry in your presence. To knock at your doors. To ask until we receive. To seek until we find. In the name of Jesus. We declare it is so. In the name of the Father. In the name of the Son. And in the name of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Happy New. I'm in Japan. I'm not in Kenya. I think they have already crossed in Japan, right? Amen. Praise the Lord. It's an honor to stand before you this evening, this beautiful evening. In the shortest time, less than five minutes, allow me to just share my heart with you as the Lord has also dealt with me by tying up what the servants of God has, have been speaking to us. Salvation is free, people. We all know it is free. But as the woman of God has talked about the presence of God, the presence of God is costly. It will require you to pay a price to carry the presence of God upon your life. It will require you to be consecrated for the presence of God to walk with you. And allow me to use an example of a man I really love. I even carry uh, one of my names is uh, the name of that man. It's called Samuel. Samuel was the son of uh, a barren woman who paid a huge price for him to be born. And as I was standing there, the Lord was telling me, these are the days of Samuel. What are these days? the days of the sons of nobodies to become somebody. The days of those who are born out of barrenness to become the instructors of kings. But remember, Anna paid such a huge price for this boy to be born. 
But today we have a greater mother than Anna. His name is Jesus. He paid the huge price, the greatest price for you to become a Samuel. For you to become an answer to your generation. Now, I want to beg you people in a very easy language in the shortest time. Samuel was separated from the day he was born. And as a result, he achieved three things I want to share with you briefly. The first thing Samuel achieved, we find it in 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 26. The Bible says Samuel grew in favor with God and with the people. There is growth when you separate yourself from commonness. There is growth that is automatic when you separate yourself. Not only 2019, but the years that are coming, I want to challenge you as a servant of God and as a fellow brother to you. Separate yourself and see how much growth the Lord will give you. I know some of you, you are yet to see growth in your business. Some of you, you are yet to see growth in your personal lives, in your marriages. But I can guarantee you, as long as you separate yourself, as long as you step out of the crowd, the Lord will give you growth. That is what he did with someone. The mother separated him, but even him, he agreed to be separatable. And sometimes the Holy Spirit can be trying to separate you from wrong relationships, from wrong talks, as our brother was sharing here. And you may not know, why is the Lord insisting that I be separate? Because he wants to give you growth. The second thing that we see in the life of Samuel, we find it in uh, the same chapter of 1 Samuel 3.20. But we begin from verse 19. The Bible says, And the boy Samuel grew well before the Lord, and none of his words fell to the ground, and the Lord was with him. Now verse 20, the Bible says, and I'm just quoting because of time. The Bible says, And... The whole land from Dan to Bathsheba knew that Samuel was separated to be prophet. Now what does it mean to be separate to be prophet? It means no longer was the boy just growing. Now he was established. Now he was no longer called. He was now chosen. Let me surprise you. As a teenager when I was growing up, I knew of ten fellow teenagers who were called by God to be apostles. And today, by the grace of God, only one is an apostle. Many are called, uh, is it Matthew 22, verse 14? Many are called, but few are chosen. In 2019 and the years to come, I beg you, especially you people who are young people, decide that when I am called, I will prove my establishment. I will prove my calling. We are, we are talking with the pastor in the morning and we are saying, some of you, you are called to be prophets, but will you pay the price to be a prophet? Will you walk like a prophet? Will you eat like a prophet? Will you relax like a prophet? It is not enough to be called. You have to take the extra step. Second Peter chapter 1, verse 10, the Bible says, uh, you must strive diligently to make your calling and election sure. It is your job to make your calling and election sure. As Samuel separated himself, the Lord established him from Dan in the north to Bathsheba in the south. Everybody knew Samuel was to be a prophet. And we are sitting here and many of us have great callings waiting to happen. But I tell you the truth. In 2019 and the years to come, there will be a price to pay for your calling to be visible. 
No longer will you just be receiving prophecies how God wants to use you. God now must use you in the name of Jesus. And finally, before I, I welcome uh, uh, the next pa uh, person, finally, after Samuel has grown in, uh, you know, 226, and as, after Samuel has been established as a prophet, the Bible says now in 715 of the same first Samuel, and Samuel judged the land and the people for the rest of his life. God wants judges. God wants elders. God wants rulers. But it will take consecration to be a judge. When I was growing up, we used to be told, one of the things that a judge must never do is to mingle with the people in the bar. If you are a judge and you are mingling with people and you are interacting with everybody and attending every dance, attending every game, you cannot be judged. Because along the way, people will get familiar with you. God wants to raise elders, but will they pay the price? God wants to raise men who shall judge the land. How will someone judge? Someone is such a feared judge when he appears in a city, the elders rush to meet him and ask him, is it well? Is it okay? Because this was not a joke. This man appears in your city and your leaders must go and meet him or else disaster will come. I pray for honor to come back to our leaders. And some of you are looking at me. Honor must come back to you. You must appear in a city and the whole city comes to a standstill. Why? Because you are a judge. When you appear, you are appearing to set things straight. Consecration will bring you growth. Consecration will bring you establishment. Consecration will make you a ruler. It will make you a judge. And some of you, you are still crying the same tears your family members are crying. Some of you are still crying the same tears your generation is crying. Yet the Lord is waiting for you to sit on your seat as a ruler. To sit on your seat and judge. To sit on your seat and establish the land. But it will cost you. I pray in the name of Jesus right now, Lord. Separate us. Separate us from commonness. That our end may be greater than our beginning. Someone started off, Lord Jesus, from the womb of a barren woman, but he ended up raising two kings in the greatest land on this earth. I pray in the name of Jesus, raise up a new generation of Samuels. Raise up a new generation of men and women who will be separate, so that kings can come on our land, so that greatness can be seen in our land. 2019 and going forward. Lord, I ask you for the grace of consecration. As Samuel was a Nazareth, no razor touched his head, no strong drink came to his mouth. I pray in the name of Jesus. May no commonness touch our head. May no defilement touch our lips. To the glory of your name. Thank you, Lord, for it is done. In Jesus' name. Will we pay the price? Will we pay the price? Will it be worth it? Then see you in greatness in 2019 and beyond. Welcome. God bless you. Every end of the year, human beings look forward to the next year. We hope that next year will be better than the previous year. And that has been the trend 
sins, probably the beginning of the time they started counting the years. And today we are here looking forward. And our hope and our blessings is that 2019 will be a better year than 2018. And we hope that 2018 will be a better year than 2017. And of course, 2017 was supposed to be better than 2016. But if we have to ask each one of us to analyze all those areas, I still think that we are likely to get to a better era. And we have to keep looking forward, looking forward, era after era, era after era, for the better era. Praise the Lord. Tonight, I have a different message for you. That era has already been pronounced. That era came. Praise God. You are disappointed that 2019 is not the year. I tell you, go and read the book of Luke chapter 4. Verse 10, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord has upon me because he has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to set the oppressed free, to proclaim the era of the Lord's favor. Then I heard the scroll give it back to the attendant and fell down the eyes of everyone. In the synagogue, was fastened on him, he began by saying to them, Today, today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. That very day that Jesus Christ stood in front, he proclaimed the may say, the acceptable era of the Lord. In other words, the era the Samaritan or the Lord has been waiting that comes to favor that very acceptable era that takes care of the pain and the struggles that Samaritan had gone through was pronounced on that particular day. And the question we need to ask ourselves, how come then that we keep looking for an ear that will be favorable than the previous ears? I want to announce to us, the ear is ahead of us.
before him know that he is going to come. He is already with us. The challenge that you know in to ask ourselves, where did we lose it? Pastor, we expected you to announce the year 2019 is going to be an year of open heaven. The year of miracles, signs and wonders. The year of great prosperity. It's okay. Those are words of encouragement. And the Lord of all gives us the right to encourage us. But the inner, the acceptable inner of the Lord is already with us. But let me tell you something. And I, so I said I will not preach. But keep telling me that so that I don't go beyond. Oh, I still have some few minutes. The Bible says. When you said this is fulfilled in your hearing, it is said, All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son? They asked. That's where trouble started. They were amazed. son. We know him. How can he proclaim the heir of the Lord's favor? Him who carried the favor, 
procured the heir. What you are looking for is already provided for. Amen? And if you listen very carefully, the people that spoke there, and I didn't tell them to, what, what they would, needed to come and say, they all were pointing on one thing. What we need is Jesus. Amen? It's not the blessing that he carries. It is not another job that you need. It is not another car that you need. I know our goals. I will written them. And it's okay. There is nothing wrong with that. But, if you remember very well, Irene told us there are many options. There are many doors. It is the job that you want to do not jobs. It is the awareness of husband that you want to do not husband. It is the awareness that you want to do for that. There are very many options. But at the end of the corridor, there is a man standing there. And the question that I need to ask you, will you be attracted by the options and miss him? You are going to ask the options that you are looking for. But will you be attracted by those goals and then miss him? I would like to request that 2019, let's change it. Let's change things. Let us make it the end of the world. Let us be the acceptable end of the world. Let us be the end of the world. in our lives. Because if you want to know, the people who understood that, when we went to the next city of Capernaum, he careful of demons. He will the sick. He preached the gospel. The Lord has been told here. The Lord has been told here. They benefited from him because they opened the door for him. But the people of Nazareth rejected him because he was too familiar. He was known to them. Some of us, we are very familiar with the Lord. We become too familiar with him. We have known him for many years. We know how he operates. We know he is loving. He is kind. Even if I sin, he will forgive me. Yes, he will forgive you. But we become too familiar to an extent that we fail to recognize when he comes to us. My prayer for you and me is that this year that we are getting into, we are going to be different. We are him, not what he carries. Not the 
but him. Because in you, all those blessings that you need are available. Then there is a scripture that whenever I read it, I feel very sad. Acts 13. Acts 13, verse 21. No. 13 or 17. Yeah, 26. First of all, Abraham, a new God fearing Gentiles, it is to us that this message of salvation has been sent. That's okay, but go to verse 27. The people of Jerusalem and the rulers do not recognize Jesus, yet in condemning him, they fulfilled the words of the prophets that are read every Sabbath. Very sad. The people of Jerusalem, together with the rulers, Sabbath after Sabbath, they read the scriptures. But when Jesus appeared, and we've just read in Nazareth, They have to recognize him. But they have to the scripture, the same prophet, that has been spoken over him. The entire was talking about Jesus, was pointing to Jesus. But when they appeared, they did not recognize him. But they fulfilled the scriptures. The same scriptures that they were supposed to fulfill by recognizing him, they were the Lord fulfill the portion of recognizing who he is. But they fulfilled the same scriptures by condemning him. Because it was also prophesied they will condemn him and they will put him on the cross. What a sad story. Do you know it is possible? It is very possible for the church to continue coming to, the ch- to, to church Sunday after Sunday. Read this Bible. Push this message. But never get the benefits that are here. We need to change that. We need to church. Everyone else needs to benefit from these scriptures. This scripture talks about your blessings. You need to benefit from them. This scripture comes all the healing that you, you have done on it. You need to benefit from This scripture comes all the work that you need. You don't need to struggle. You don't need to steal to get wealth. Invest him. And focus your eyes on him. Everything is here and it is for you. So, Praise God. Jesus. Not the blessings, not the things. So there are goals where one A base place on top of those goals just indicate that all that I need 
is you, Jesus. These other things shall follow. May the Lord help us and bless you and take care of you. You have a few words. But I also want to encourage you by reading Deuteronomy uh, 7.14. Quickly put it there before we do the, the count. You will be blessed more than any other people. I knew you wanted that. <laughs> you will be blessed more than any other people. Amen. You can then take that as your, your portion also. Amen? But remember, for that to be actualized, what we need is to pursue Jesus and ensure that 2019 is the year of the Lord's favor in our lives. Which was proclaimed when he came. Amen?